Welcome to the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign, sharing real-life stories from real people to unite them in global change for the face of mental health. We will also reduce the stigma, creating communication, healing, and awareness to save lives and inspire. Join us weekly as we talk to some of the highly acclaimed faces, influencers, experts, and others who have been through extreme adversity. Welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Perfect podcast, where each week I'm bringing you the most exceptional and renowned faces from around the world in the entertainment industry, on the sports field, corporate leaders, and inspirational thought leaders. They're all right here to share their own truths and personal journeys. Miami-based singer, songwriter, and producer Abel Hart was lost in life after his amateur US Olympic snowboarding career came to a abrupt halt due to an injury. For years, he questioned his life and struggled with depression and addiction in his hometown of Philadelphia until he found a deep connection with purpose and music. Creating music became his therapy and healthy outlet to express himself. His hope is music can now inspire and help others. Abel's single Whisper recently went viral on Spotify Top 50 Viral and on TikTok with over 500 million plays and over 300,000 user-created videos on both Instagram and TikTok. Abel has released 10 songs so far this year about self-love, self-empowerment, manifestation, and positive affirmations. His latest release, Money, is tuned to the frequency of abundance. So guys, I want you to listen to it on repeat and visualize yourself having whatever it is that you are working towards. We're looking forward to this episode because people are so much more than what they see online. And this is one of those moments where somebody is such a viral sensation, but a lot of people haven't seen the work that's gone behind the scenes to where Abel is these days. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Abel. Thank you so much for having me, seriously. I have been watching your stuff for quite some while now, and from the external, it looks like you're a viral sensation. Now, the thing about Imperfectly Perfect is about getting to know the person behind the profession. So I know quite a lot about you from my research. I do my due diligence. But can you just take our audience to the start of yourself when it comes to you have been musically inclined for a long time. This this stuff that we see at the end result, like a lot of celebrities and everything, that's only part of it. It's like the top of the iceberg. So can you take us back? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely was it wasn't always music. Uh, I mean, for mo- most of my life, it was wasn't music. It was like you like you briefly touched on. It was snowboarding. So the goal was to the goal was the Olympics. You know, and I wanted to do that. that. That was my passion, my purpose, what I felt like I was put on this planet to do. You know, my whole life, the rest of my life, that was it. You know, if, if I could have had to say, I could have just lived on a cabin in the middle of nowhere and just been able to ski in, ski out, you know, snowboard in, snowboard out every single day. Uh, but and I, I, I definitely, you know, obviously you evolve as a human being. I definitely didn't have the awareness back then that I that I do now. I don't think it was that deep for me. It just... The first time I ever went snowboarding, my mom took me to go with my cousins on this mountain close to us, like right outside of Philadelphia in the Poconos. And the the instructor gave my mom the money back. It was like he doesn't need to he doesn't need instructions. So it was very wow. that I was very talented at. And I know you brought that that word up. I have like a weird thing with that word. I feel like because I, I do I, I hear it a lot and I'm so grateful and blessed Uh to hear those, those things. But what's super important for me is that people know that it will, it's at least music, you know, it's not, none of it is talent. Even when you look at the editing or anything that you see as the final products, um, you know, I picked that up after snowboarding. Uh, I was lost. 
uh, I didn't know what to do. I, I had an injury. And obviously with that, that sport, that industry, uh, it just kind of comes with the territory, right? It's like, you're going to break bones and that's what it is. And then you recover and then you do it again, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, but the one that put me out really bad was my lower back. So I had fractured my lower back. And then the time that I had in recovery was so long. Uh, the, the sport progressed so fast at, at, you know, in such a short span of time, it progressed so fast. And as well as I think the actuality of me realizing that now I was with a team that supported that, like my parents wouldn't have, it's very expensive, mm. you know? So I think that was coming to a realization. And I took a lot of that on once I started to understand this stuff and then start to like third party hear these conversations as far as when he gets better, uh, you know, the expenses that goes behind it. And so I took a lot of that on. I was like, Oh, you know, and I can't do this. My parents weren't able to do that. So, uh, so yeah, I just, I say, I got the case of like the efforts in the sense that when I lost what I love most in this world and I felt was my everything and mind you, I also didn't have that awareness. Right. I just didn't care. Like, then I don't want to be here. You know, I'm going to be here for the time that I'm going to be here. I don't want to do anything. I definitely don't want to go to school. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't, like, I don't even like being there. <laughs> like, I uh, just whatever, you know, I said this, the case of the efforts, F this, F this, and I'm just going to do what I want to do until I'm not here, you know, and it's very pessimistic and uh, can be like more like very morbid, you know, or just the outlook, you know, but I, I didn't have that perspective back then to be like, wow, there's more out there. You know, it's like that. It's very weird. Now, my dad made music his whole, I grew up with as a baby before I even touch a snowboard. My dad was a musician. So I grew up as a baby. My mom would bring me into clubs when she probably shouldn't bring a baby in the club. <laughs> but, in the uh, yeah. Yeah. And I would, I would watch him perform just as, but I never in my life ever thought to do it, wanted to do it. Um, but my truth behind that reasoning is, is purely insecurities. Like I, if I were to watch him perform, like, and I'm totally fine with being like vulnerable, like that's, I'm in a place in my life now where I don't want to say comfortable because I don't like the word comfortable because I believe get comfortable getting uncomfortable. If you want to go after things in life and be the best version of you're in the highest version of yourself, I totally believe you need to get comfortable getting uncomfortable, but I'm in a place in my life now where I think the word is like, like confidence. I know what I want to put out there into the world is nothing but positive, whether it's to laugh at a, at a few second clip that I post or something that could hope bring hope or be motivational for someone or both in music or just a piece of content or a two to three minute song mm -hmm. that could take them from a moment that I, I know like in my journey, what that felt like. Right. Uh, but when I sit with that, it's like, well, then why, why would I ever have a, a issue with being like transparent uh, about my life and my experience, strength and hope and things that helped me in my life that potentially could help someone else. Why would I hold back from that? And, the the answer is is would be out of insecurities but then if i look at the journey from snowboarding into music <clears throat> the biggest growth that i've ever had is once i started letting go a lot of those external like things that were holding me back oh, what if, what what is this person going to say or if i do this like what's going to it, it it uh it drove me insane honestly it's um when you, when you talk about that confidence, there's there's two types, isn't there? There's obviously I I call it these days, and I wasn't brought up around faith, spirituality, anything at the beginning through this campaign. There's like 
the arrogance with confidence that some people spill over into. Or then there's this, I say, God-given confidence, where it's you just drop walls, the transparency. And don't you find it ironic that the more and more you drop those walls and you become your true authentic self, and I hate that word authentic because marketing misleads people with authenticity these days, but I think it's that integral thing, isn't it? And that's the energy that you yeah. give off through everything that you do now that I've noticed. It's when you're so comfortable with yourself, but not the external comfortable where you, oh, I can't do this and all the rest of it, like you were saying, but it's somewhat internal, isn't it? That you just, you just feel and you're like, I dare share my shit. Like if someone's going to judge me, it, that they're not my people. Yeah, for sure. I think I would have more of an issue with it. And I can understand how so many people do watching so many different types of content creators and musicians. I feel like I would have an issue with it if I knew what I was doing was immorally incorrect. You know, like if I was putting something out there and, and but it was like making me a profit or something like that, but I knew it was bad. And then there was all this negative things around it. I feel like I would have to like defend it and uh, maybe, you know, but that's not. But again, when I look at my story, my situation where I'm at in this present moment and, and at my life's journey, it's the furthest. That's like completely opposite of that. So I sit with the fact that I know that, right? Because I always, even before this conversation, it's like sit with my intention. What do I hope, you know, to have a conversation about and anything that I speak hopes to, in hopes to resonate with somebody, you know, going through anything or wherever they're at in their journey. It could help them move towards, you know, their next level of highest self. And I, I like this, this level I've been talking about these level things because I do think we live in a video game. I swear. I feel like it's a simulation. <laughs> um, but I do. I think there's different levels. And I don't think one's better than the other. I truly don't because there's things that I picked up on, like, you could say a lower level. But I say lower level doesn't mean worse. But I picked stuff up on my lower level, level that if I didn't learn that, right, that where I sit now, I'd be like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, that actually was the level I needed to go through to accomplish all the things in the level that's like 20 levels later, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's super, super important. But I, when I watch things like that, right, it's like, what are people going to think and say? And a lot of things that held me back from doing TikTok, I didn't want to do TikTok. I didn't want to do, cause I'm, you know what I would say? Like, I'm like an art, like I'm a real artist project. I'm not going to sit and I'm not going to dance and I'm not going to, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lip sync and a, whatever. I've created all these barriers, you know, I, that's me. Me, my, me, myself, and I, in the way that I think things should be done, yet when I consistently kept doing that, nothing was happening, right? And I always had a great excuse why, why yeah. it didn't happen, you know? And they were valid, you know? They, 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 and that's that's what holds us back as human beings the most is our own uh, belief or disbelief in whatever thing it is on the other side of where we need to be, right? It's like, yeah. well, we can't do that because of this. But it's like, you know, is that true? Okay, maybe that is true. Maybe that is true, but is that is that what, what, what we're going to tell ourselves? You know, moving forward, is there a better way to do this to get to the other side of where you want to be? Right? Yeah. Um, it's just we are our own best friends or our own worst enemy. Like it's that simple. Okay. The world we live in, like, and it's funny because you said you said this at the beginning of our conversation, which I so resonate with, and you said a big part of your I don't know verbatimly what you said, but a big part of you know, you and starting this, this podcast and, and what you're about here, right. Is, is like, where can we help? Like, that's what you get from it. Like, that's what's so nuts. And I think because of societally to hear something like that, I totally get it. Like, <laughs> I love having conversations like this. Like I, that's, this is what I get from it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this is what yeah. I like. You see it, you witness it, you know, this is what I'm getting from it. But I think societally, if uh, it can be tricky to be like, well, what there's, it's too good to be true. You know, like what, yeah. what is, the, what's in the background or what's going on here? It's like how, at least I was brought up and I, and I heard from, you know, many other uh, stories. This is like money's a bad thing. Like you did bad things. People that have money, you know, they did something bad or they're not a great person that, you know, that's, just like, it's either societally or maybe just the way I was brought, I don't know, you know, um, yeah. it's not true. You know, I'm sure that's valid a lot of times, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's madness. It's madness. It's it, one of my good friends. He is, he's known as a happiness coach, he's positive psychology. And I said yeah. to him once, I said, so you're known as this prolific celebrity happiness coach. I said, do people ever question that? Because like you were saying there, people are like, what's behind this? Surely you're not happy all the time. But yet you get to know someone's story and you clap the loudest because for 17 years of his life, he thought about taking his life because he didn't like the way he looked, sounded. And he said, I am truly happy. It's not to say that I'm happy 24 seven, but I have tools and things in place to do it. And it's that's it. exactly yes, the tools. And it's like, wouldn't you rather go and sit under a tree and have these conversations about life than the superficial, how you're doing and not getting past that? It's, <laughs> it's money. But you, when you move forward, obviously musically, how deep did it go when you was lost? So again, with the mental well-being aspect, I know you speak about anxiety and depression and people see you now through various mediums on socials and everywhere. Oh, and they would never believe, they would never believe it. Kind of just like, kind of just like uh, your friend that you just spoke on. Right. And I think a big part of what you just said within the sentence and speaking about him is the tools. Mm. I like, now I have the tools. It doesn't like, and and I just posted another podcast. We started this other, uh, this community where it's like talking about all this stuff. Plus there's music and everything else that's involved. It's called heartfam.com. And we just posted a uh a podcast where i was talking about these things and and my manager asked me before we started filming because i was just going through this like next wave of music and historically when i make music i just take a few days and i just like go into this i don't want to say this like dark tunnel but i go into this like cave you know and i just make a ton of music in a short period of time and i'm done and i like step back but that short period of time I can, I just don't want, I like, it's not the best place to be, you know, yeah. mentally. And I don't think even now making the music that I'm making and then putting that frequency into it, it's not, it's just not cohesive. It doesn't make sense. And I also, as a human being, I don't want to go there. I'm not, and I'm at a place where I shouldn't have to. And I know well enough now that I shouldn't, <laughs> you know, go to that place. But I was a good point being, is that I was I was going through it, you know, and we started to film this podcast and my manager was kind enough to be like, would you not want to f- like film it now? We could do it later. And I was like, no, like then now I would be taking away all this stuff that we just put out because 99.9% of the time now I am like this, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I am, but it's because of the tools. That's my one thing to get to that place that I want to be like frequency wise, right? Um, and that's super, super important, but to answer your question and I'll go all over the place, just to let you know, because I love talking about yeah, this stuff, <laughs> but, uh, but there's so many, because then my brain goes into the little, I'll start talk, talking about something. And then there's like a little tidbit. That's like super uber important that yeah. needs to go down <laughs> the wormhole of that. Uh, but to answer, to answer your question. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to be here every single day. Like if people were to see my, my people go to look at my stuff now, 
Uh, I totally understand that could be a disbelief if they were then to read my backstory. You know, it's probably like, oh, okay, he probably had a little bit of this, but there's no way, you know, and I totally could understand that. Um, like, I'm self-aware enough to be able to also take myself out of it and look at it third party. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I didn't want to be for you. When I lost snowboarding, it was, uh, that wasn't even the worst of it, to be honest. At, at the time it was, but uh, but it got progressively worse because I kept putting myself around people, places and things that lived on the same frequency. And that's nothing bad about those people that also grew up or around other people around that frequency and that lifestyle and that vibe. But like attracts like, and mm-hmm. I was in a bad place. I didn't want to be here. I just wanted to get away. Right. Because like in, in drugs, uh, drugs are a huge part of my story. I don't talk much about them. I'm, I'm fine to, I just don't because when I look back and and from my experience, uh, like drugs, right? Well, for the most part, society will tell you like they're they're the problem. Whether it's right, drugs, sex, gambling, shopping. I mean, there's whatever. There's a million of them, right? Someone has a a, a void somewhere in something that they're seeking externally. But the thing is, and in my experience, drugs were the solution, a temporary solution to a permanent problem. Yeah. Right. A permanent problem being a spiritual malady, a spiritual malady being a lack of void that I was feeling and like living with on the inside that I was looking to fulfill externally. But you can't fill that void externally. It's only temporary when you do it that way. Yeah. Right. But I know if it wasn't for 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 drugs and this isn't to promote drugs in any sort of way. But in my story, if I didn't have I wouldn't be here. There would have been no way I didn't want to live in the mental state that I would no way, no way, no way. No, I, I I didn't want to, you know, but that my uh, and that was over and over, you know, that was over and over because you have to also realize, right, because I am this person. I'm not making this up. I don't come on the show and I go, <laughs> I'm going to say a bunch of things, you know, like this is my this is my personality. I love it. Yeah. But on knowing myself enough to this point and having the aware, awareness that I do now this person uncontrolled um, is like catastrophic and it, 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 and it ruined my life, you know, and knowing my personality. And there's been times in my life where I've also been completely opposite, like just like manic, manic, depressive, you know, just de- super depressed because of a lot of things. And they were very valid. Uh, and these are hard things to, to talk about because mental health and it's, it's a real thing, you know, and there's, there's so many different types of things that people can go through. Um, in life, but I know I met someone once that uh, it was hard for me to come to terms that I was I was the cause of all the things that I that and the way that I felt like that was for me in my experience that was the hardest I didn't even get that like I'm my own worst enemy so I can't even trust myself and they're and they and be like write down look at all the things that led you this way every single time. And I'd be like, well, yeah, that's because this time that guy did this. Or, well, that's because my mom said not to, but I didn't want to do that. This Every single time I had a valid excuse. Like, it does not to say that they weren't valid. But once I hit my rock bottom enough, far enough along, I mean, I've been in and out of 12 to 15, like, long-term, you know, impatience. You know, I've, I've and this isn't a, this isn't a woe me war story. <laughs> you know, I think that's, that's, I think looking back, that's a big reason why I don't talk about these things, because, things that kept me away from the, like that world and the program for so long was because of the war stories. It's like, you go into these places and these meetings. I'm just like, Oh, I took like 20 freaking things one time. And then I OD and I went over, I was like, I just don't want to be around that. You know, today I don't think about it at all. Yeah. At all. 
But yeah, I don't I don't even know where I was going off on all those multiple topics. <laughs> well, I love the tangents, mate. It's what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's what I realized though. I don't choose to feel like this. Then you go to doctors and they tell you that you have X, Y, and Z. I was also told I have <laughs> say ADHD, and then everyone's like check mark. I also said that I was dyslexic, and uh, but but once I stopped believing and and signing on to that, I'm just going to keep going, keep going. It's I think I think you said something really important throughout what you were saying though when you were saying it's my experience, it's my experience through everything. Because I think that's where people give their power away a lot of the time. They're listening to everybody else on everything and not realizing we're on this unique journey. And I think through my journey, I've just basically gone, I've people were coming to me saying what I was doing was being led by faith and then spirituality. And that's how it got so big so quick because I was not experienced and I had my hard times and struggles and it just started blowing up. And I came to this place, which I want to move on with you, is when people of faith were coming, I was looking into that, but then I was seeing a lot of judgment through faith as well. And I was like, how, like, I don't judge anyone. I'm just like, if you shared your story about drugs or relapse or anything, it makes me like you more because there's a story behind the person. There's so much more and it makes me clap the loudest for people. But then there were a lot of things and commonalities. And I started watching near death experiences to see the commonalities and what people were, were seeing and hearing. And then frequencies came up. And I got into Bashar, I think he's Bashar, and looking at other people. And then all of a sudden, I came across, obviously, TikTok posting the campaign. And there's this guy, and he's making frequency music called Money, (laughs) yourself. And I was like, right, okay. So I'm going to delve deeper into frequency. And I literally go to the gym now. I don't listen to normal music. I listen to frequency music. I listen to the clarity, spiritual nature. But my question to you is, because on this journey, again, something spiritual, faith, whatever you want to call it, your beliefs is your choice. How do you go or your personal experience from that low vibrational frequency to that high vibrational frequency? And what made you transition that into your music? uh, That's a great question. Um, So I think first off, uh, even outside of music, right, because I think there's plenty and probably more people that listen to this, as well as when I speak on my platform, even though it's about music. Uh, there's more people that aren't involved in specifically what I do and and what I feel my purpose is, is to reach as many people as possible. And I think as many people as possible, music is such a small percentage of that. So I try and speak to as many people that may potentially could resonate from what I'm saying. So uh, to go into a higher vibe, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. If it's just as a human being and I don't feel good or I wake up this way, I have, I mean, Non-negotiables are huge in my life. They changed the game. Uh, Routine and time management, right? Changed my entire life because I was doing so much. And like you see a little bit of my energy and my personality. I was doing so much and felt like I was doing all the right things that were moving me forward. But they weren't. All it really was was busy work. And then when those things didn't happen, I'm sitting back. I'm like, well, I'm doing all this. You know, why is is this not? Why is it not presenting itself? You know, even when you think you know about the universe. Like, why does this freaking present itself? You know, I'm doing all this stuff, but it wasn't the right things that I was focusing on, right? Uh, so what I started doing it at the very beginning of this journey too, even when I had started music, uh, like to this day, and I will have friends one day, but I don't, uh, I don't, I associate 99.9% of the time by myself, chose, like I choose that uh, mm-hmm. because I am so protective of my energy, Uh same thing with like relationships. And I totally believe that the right uh, relationships, like whether it's with someone or just friends will present themselves. 
right? But I knew from the start of this, that was a that was a big thing that I was getting in the way of because I'd be in relationships and in and out of relationships. It was I wasn't doing anything for for them, you know, yeah. being in that state and they weren't it wasn't it was just no bueno, right? And then I'm also trying to achieve some other things in life yet. So it just didn't make sense. So that was one thing that I had to to cut out and to make sure as well as with friends and nothing wrong with other people. Everyone's a different part of their journey, right? But uh, that was the thing for me because I didn't have the self-control. So I just had to completely cut that. And what what, what happened in my routine that I now still have today, uh, I started listening. My friends became the people on the internet, right? The Ed Milets, the Dr. Joe Dispenza's, the Mel Robbins, the, I mean, the list could go on. And I still listen to them to, day, like, to this day. It's the first thing I put on in the morning. I don't look at my phone, right? And I think that's another consistent thing that you'll start to hear if you're asking people their morning routines. I don't put on my, like, I have my YouTube, but my YouTube is already on because the whole night it was playing frequency affirmations. Like, so it's already on, right? So, but, but these are the things, right? Because if we talk, what I said earlier, it's a video game. It is. And you are the main character. Yeah. You are the main character of your video game. I am mine. Everyone is, you know, and I think that's a hard concept to grasp because I definitely didn't understand it at first. Uh, but that's what it is. So I set up my night that way. Every single night is non-negotiable, right? I talked about non-negotiable. All these things that I'll, I'll bring up right now will be non-negotiables. I put them, put it on a night. It goes through and I love that, you know, just frequencies, affirming statements, everything's positive. And there's tons of them. You can find them on YouTube. If anyone's curious, just type in nighttime affirmations for success or nighttime affirmations, positive affirmations, whatever it is. They have, you know, six to 10 hour long ones, however long anyone sleeps. Wake up in the morning. It's already there. So I'm not looking at my freaking phone. I don't have an excuse, you know, let me just swipe up, see what's going on. (laughs) Uh, And then because my feed is now, like the algorithm knows that's another good gauge to ask where you're at. You know, people want to talk bad about the internet, but the internet will be the first person to tell you exactly what you're into and focusing on most. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but, but that's, so it'll already be there. And I'll listen to some like Abraham Hicks, or like I said earlier, uh, Ed Milet, Mel Robbins, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Those would be the first things brush my teeth, do my stretch and meditation nonstop. I've been doing a lot of breath work recently, mm-hmm. changed the game for me. Also, because I feel like I need to breathe more, you know, yeah. um, and uh, and then, you know, I have my my nighttime then thing as well. I do my work and it's time management. I need to go to the gym. I know things in my life. I need to have nature and everything. I'm, I need to have nature and I need to go to the gym. Yeah. And then I have my nighttime prayer and then I do it all over again. Right. All of these things like non what what you spoke about with your friend earlier, everything I just talked about was tools in a toolkit i didn't have before i I just it was that simple i didn't have i thought the right thing was okay maybe maybe i'll just stay up later and then i'll wake up at this time and then i'll feel better like off i'll I'll feel right better you know because like everyone just wants to wake up and just be like "Ah." yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course as as do i you know it's but 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 it's it's whatever and you have to understand like it's it's starting to understand how each of us as individuals, how we function, right? Because yes, we are so different in our brains and our chemistry, all that for sure. But please, because the biggest thing, and it's the easiest excuse ever, is to allow those differentiations between everyone else take away from the thing that possibly could help you move forward. Yes. (laughs) You know? It's... So if you've ever got time, listen to my episode with Dr. Jody Spencer and Wim Hof. So I know you're doing breath work. So I've interviewed both of those. No, the commonality between both of them 
loveliest people you will ever meet. But they kept on saying to me through it, there was like, Glenn, once you know, you know. And when Wim Hof said it, I was like, what the bloody hell is he talking about? And then when Dr. Joe said it, I was like, okay, so what is this thing that I don't bloody know? Like every, all these prolific people who have moved spiritually and everything else. And then Dr. Joe spent like an hour on the podcast and then he took half an hour afterwards, just chatting away. Like he's incredible. And he was like, Glenn, what you're doing is clearly being led. It's coming from that heart frequency because that's why it's moving like this fast and this, all the rest of it. And I'm going, what the bloody hell is he talking about? At the start of my journey, I'm like, I, I don't know what I don't know. And I think that's the thing, being humble, humility, you take everything in. And then when I started understanding frequency, I'm like, oh, I can tap into this. It's manipulating the energy to move. So all night I'd listen to music like yourself. And at first I was like, oh, this is boring. I'm at the gym. I need pumping music to get going. But actually the yeah. frequency and you'd attract people, the, the energy and everything. And it's, oh, Dude, but what made you step forward and start implementing it in your music? Because she could have gone down that route. Like when Whisper came out on TikTok, like the hilarious videos and stitches that were made, like you're ripped, mate. You're shredded when it comes to training. And those guys that like were doing the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, it, it was amazing. But what made you move? Because you could have gone down another genre, but you decided to utilize energy to show people and reach more people with that. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, there's like, uh, so many things to unpack there. I mean, so, so yeah, whisper it happened. And, you know, as outside of, you know, the human being diving a little bit more into like the career aspect, you know, when something then happens, um, and you have a moment like that, it's kind of like, Oh, what do you really want to do? And I've already been down this road multiple times. It's not like it was, uh, the first time that something amazing, I'm always grateful. This is not the takeaway for the fact that, I'm always grateful everything. I just have a video now that's uh, trending and I have my mom in it, which makes me more happy than all of it, you know? So, um, so time is just always funny, but, but, but I sat there and when that happened and the choice to like move forward is like, do I do a label thing? And again, nothing wrong with labels or or anything else, but just where the place that I was at, I just, um, I like the independence. I like being able to, I don't want to say have control. I think have control is is a bad term. I like to be able to give my full expression of however I'm feeling in the moment, whatever I want during that day or that time. And I think a lot of back and forth, my personality, my personality probably for that world, if I really did that would need like super heavy PR, but I don't want that. You know, like I just don't, I don't want to be like, not that they were saying like nothing bad about labels. Like they were saying they're trying to muzzle me or anything, but I just, I know how it also works. And I don't, I, that's not something that, that I want to risk and not because of just for me, but because I do feel and through my experience uh, that there are things that I could say that would benefit others and, and, and hopes, you know, to at least motivate, you know, whatever it is. And, and so that paired with the fact that I didn't want to go down that road and then with the fact that there were a couple songs, I think I did in the same period of time as Whisper. And I just needed a change. You know, like I needed I needed a switch. I, I was doing the pop thing. If you really dive deep, not that you should, uh, but if you anybody goes down like through my whole catalog, you'll see when I first started making music, uh, an able heart comes from your, my mom's always said, you're able to do anything your heart desires, right? So, shit. It was all the music was completely opposite of how it is now. It's completely dark. It almost sounds 
And I left it there intentionally because that was the whole point of me starting this project. I'm going to start a dark and being like, like explaining how, what my life has been up, you know, what I felt up until this point. And then once I go through that, you know, then I, I feel like I'm expressing the way I feel inside without actually having to continuously carry through those acts. And it's almost a way of journaling. And then once I go through that, it'll be the next chapter. And then I could move my way into pop and never would I have ever predicted like hip hop, this type of stuff. Uh, it was so, so much insecurity around that, but that's where I saw it. And I left it there because I want it to be a journey um, because I understand again, third party looking at myself and seeing the things it probably looks like, uh, like maybe outside of the tattoos could give it away, but it probably looks like I'm just like always happy all the time. Uh, but but yeah, it was just, I needed a change. And I always, that's what I listened to the most, like a lot of hip hop uh, and a lot of house music. So like Whisper had kind of been in that housey vibe, you know, upbeat. So I had done that. And I just, I, I feel like you'll only know, just like you said, Dr. Joe said, you know, when you know, and especially in this career, music is such a frequency thing. It's not like input X, get X. It's yeah. not, I could, you know, even like a dollar amount, let's you talk about millions and millions of marketing budget dollars, but that doesn't prove anything. And that's, I just don't want to be a part of that game. I'd rather much put out things that organically translate. If it doesn't work, you know, I'm just on to the next one. I'm just, I'm enjoying each present moment as much as possible. I say all the time, this, the conversation you and I are having, this is the meat of all of it. Yeah. This present moment, the things that we're talking about with hopes and potential that someone else could be listening and get sparked and then help them in their life. Like, tell me what the freaking, like you, you free to understand more than anybody else. You know, it's like, that's the juice. It really, it really is so true. And, and I think at that point, Chaz and I, for a long time, Chaz, my manager and I, for a long time, he was filming the stuff that you see, like walking, like the whisper stuff. Let's just say that because you brought that up. He, he would hold the camera and I would do whatever the frick that was. I have no idea. And, that's a story for another time. I have no idea, but but it's funny, right? Because I spoke earlier. I, the, I didn't want to do TikTok. I didn't want to sing and uh, yeah. sing, dance. How funny is it that that's what it then came down to, but it was a journey getting to there. When I started, I was like, no way will you ever catch me. And especially shirtless. I've never taken, that was a, like the first time I ever take my shirt off. I never want to do that because I didn't want to play that card because I felt like I had more to say. I'm not, I'm not just a body, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's what, whatever the case may be. But yeah. again, it's kind of like taking what you know, like, honestly, that happened organically. So that was not intentional. I didn't want to go. I, I was in my gym clothes. I didn't want to I didn't want to change. I didn't even want to film, but again, get comfortable getting uncomfortable. It's like, I know I have to do it. It's a non-negotiable. My manager was out there and I just didn't want to change. That was like my big excuse. Like, and, but I just didn't change. And I was like half shirtless or whatever it was. And I was just doing this, you know, <laughs> but I was feeling it. It was, <laughs> it, <worked. I> mean, <laughs> yeah. it was a vibe. And I feel like that translated through screen, you know? So, um, but yeah, it just, I needed a switch and I was doing house music a bit for that while. And I had a conversation with, uh, Chaz, my manager, and it was just like, Oh, like I told him, I was like, I don't know. I like, I really want to, I think I really want to do like hip hop. And he only knows we grew up together. So he only knows me, uh, like growing up, like we would rap, you know, with friends and like freestyle stuff and my stuff because of insecurities, I know why I would do it, but I was like, yeah, because I want to know. <laughs> you know, and I would make it a joke. So I think his perception was like, well, as long as you don't do it, like, as you do it. and I was like, I'm, it's not going to be like, I wanted, but I don't, how can I, I think 
how can I, all the things that I talk about, how can I translate all the things that we're having a conversation about? Because when I go on lives, when I talk, do like talking videos on TikTok or anything else, anything that I do on my platform is all about life and experience and affirmations and, you know, all, all of these things that have helped me. If I could do hip hop, that's, that's just, I, you can't sing that stuff. It's very tricky to sing, like coming up with cool riffs and melodies that could also make sense in a full sentence. Like you realize you become a writer and you're like, oh, like that sentence is the best sentence ever, but it just does not sing well. You have to like yeah. switch it with a different word. And then because you did that, it doesn't have the same context. So, but with hip hop, we had that conversation. That he was like, what if you just, all the stuff you freaking talk about when you probably should talk about music, what if you just like put that into your music? Like just all those, but you could say that in like hip hop. Cause I'm like talking, I'm not having to like hit a note and sing. Right. So I think that's where the concept grew. And, and again, I just had a feeling, you know, when you know, and yeah. I'm at that stage now, I'm like, we're, you know, like I've been doing this type of music for a while. I still want to do it. Like, that's the one thing that's different. I still want to do it. Um, but how do I just like keep it interesting and change it up, you know, or maybe it's a visual thing. I have no idea, but that's at the stage I'm at now. And so it just happened that way. And so I just tested stuff and it started with the too good. And the first thing I put out was the biggest thing still today. Wow. Way bigger than, yeah, it was the biggest thing. And so that was like from the universe, just like, a, you know, that's, it shows you, you know, you're going to deny it. So it's, it's, it's just the irony, is it? I've just got two questions for you, but it's just the irony where people are seeing from societal expectations, fame, money, this, this, I need to do it this way and control everything. And it's like, the irony is surrender just trust your gut. Stop listening to everybody else because you're on your own unique journey. Even people who talk and, and no judgment, but people talk about manifestation, this, this, and this. It's like you can listen, but then sit with it and see how it feels because what works for that person might not for you because we've all got different trigger points and everything. But when you, again, you've been prolific in the industry for quite a while because when you went on the show with the Jonas Brothers and all the rest of it, when you went viral on TikTok to say that you never wanted to go on there, what comes with TikTok as well is a huge platform and it comes with an array of opinions. With the energy and the frequency you are now, how do you keep and remain on that high frequency? And I think it's a great teaching point for anybody who suddenly does go viral because even youngsters these days are going viral from one video and they're not knowing how to handle that. You seem so secure in yourself, but what is a teaching point if you've had backlash the wrong way how do you maneuver through the noise? Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a great question, and and uh, and I try and bring it up to as much as possible on live, uh, even if it's not for viral moments. You know, whether it's bullying or other things that we go through in life, or you have a good friend that just picks on you. You just like have you ever had one of those friends like growing up, and they're just always like kind of a dick, you know? But but <laughs> you, you tell yourself it's not personal because you know they're like that, but it still feels personal, right? So yeah, at a viral level. Uh, to answer your question and kind of like you said because the the confidence i have in myself it's because it's because i know what it feels like and it's just this simple hurt people hurt people mm. no one is going especially when you're putting out positive stuff i mean come on like you, you're just like throwing yourself under the bus there you know i'm gonna put something very positive I'm like hey i'm trying to like Help a bunch of people. Let's just make it super simple. And then you get someone, oh, you know, F you, you did this, this, this. Like, you just threw yourself under the bus, you know? I have, like, like that person must be really, 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 really going through something to do that. 
because and to have sympathy sympathy and empathy towards that person because no one just like i said like i'm feeling my highest self right now there is nothing i would never put someone down if i saw something that i didn't even it wasn't even my thing you know i would never go out of my way to be like a comment tro- like warrior or whatever yeah. i would never you know, I just would never do it. And so if I if I know that and then pair it with the fact because I've been angry and upset and resentful in my life, you know, like I'm not a, a human being like these are all things that I could also relate to. And if I if I have which I don't ever do, but through this growth period and the journey, I've gone through back several times uh, and look at like, oh, when this happened, how did I feel? You know, it's like I felt really shitty. I felt really bad. And then they had something really awesome. Go. How did I feel? You know, I know how I felt because how I how my frequency was and what I was going through in that life. And that was my truth. But it didn't mean that I actually felt like that towards that person. That was just me reciprocating and projecting how I was actually feeling, you know. So I've gone through that and I like, you know, and then I just look at if I see things like that, it's it's that simple. But it's it's a journey. You know, you can't just tell someone and some kid puts a video of him singing and it goes viral. And then you also get a bunch of backlash on top of all the things that people think are amazing. It's like, it's a, it's a journey and that person will only experience it how they experience it because of the defects that they see in themselves. You know, I could say like, I don't like the way my legs look, you know, my thing could be my legs and someone else could be their ears or there's something, whatever the the case may be, you know, and that's going to affect them differently. And they're going to they're going to act differently presenting themselves on social media and always being self-conscious of those certain things, whether it's a physical thing or a way that they talk or whatever the case may be. It's like that's what's different. But what's not different and which will never be different is the fact that no one will go out of their way to say something negative that isn't hurting themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like hurt people hurt people. But I think a big part for me, too, is the balance because uh, I don't like the word humble. If you actually look it up definition, it's like lowering of one's self-importance. Not a big fan of it. Uh, I know especially too, and I understand there's a time and a place if you're in a big business meeting and it's your first day and then you start saying, well, this is actually, I think all you guys are wrong, you know, but that's really not humble. That's just being egotistical. Like you need to like yeah. relax, right? You say humble yourself, but societally it will tell you like be humble, you know? And I did that for years, especially in the music industry. What can I do? You know, like anything, of course, like, don't even worry about this. Like, let me take care of it and do it, do it, do it. And all of these things, I put myself in those situations, so humble. And and I took pride, like, oh my gosh, I took such pride in the fact that like, I was so humble and grounded, you know, not that I would, I would speak it, but I was like, yeah, like, I'm really like, I'm not here trying to hurt anybody. I'm not even trying to like, d- d- take credit for these songs. And I'm just here to like help, like, really, yeah. you know, I took pride in the fact that like, I was genuine in that sense. And I got taken advantage of up and down, up and down, up and down, in and out of my career, up and down, up and down. Oh, he'll do that. You know? Oh yeah. Here's a, so like, uh, you know, lowering of one self-importance is the definition of humble. I also understand there's a time and a place. It's like, you know, humble yourself, but, or have humility also get that. Uh, it just comes down to like, be a good freaking person. And it's like, how would you want it to be reciprocated? So I just want to say to anybody listening to this, there are teaching moments from each person with me, and I've just been taught something there because it makes so much sense. I have been looked over, looked through, looked around and everything, and always taken pride about being humble. And I even mentioned it earlier in this podcast. 
Oh, really? Um, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. I always believe people are brought on our path for a reason. And there's something that you need to learn from each person. And it doesn't matter who they are. And I have. I've taken pride in being humble. And when you said you've been taken advantage of, I've, I speak on my socials very transparently going, the hardest thing you will learn is people. Business you can learn. It's hard. But people? And I was like, people would see all the celebrities and then like, Glenn, can you connect me with? Glenn, can you? Th-? And I'm like, who wants to know Glenn? Like Glenn's the one who was working his arse off, but I'm humble. And so, I, oh man, I, I get that to the point of, you've just taught me something there. So, um, well, self worth that's the one thing that changed. I'll be, I'll be dead honest. Like that was, that was a big thing. And this was a recent thing for me as well. Like my manager, I, the thing that we connect on a lot, and I'm so grateful. And I, and I do say anyone listening, like if you could get with anybody, cause I said 99.9% of the time I spend by myself, I do. He lives in Philadelphia. I'm in Miami right now, but we have conversations every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, I really didn't have you know and it's not a sorrow story like i just there was no one that presented you know the universe didn't present the universe really wanted me uh to just do what i have to do you know put my head forward make friends on the internet you know like the youtube friends <laughs> and uh you know and learn all the things that because i mix master produce sound design engineer sing right i do all the editing everything you see put out right so it's like that's what it wanted and i do believe and that's not a woe me story that's the fact that i say that because Anybody can do it. You can. It's just like, how bad do you want it? And what are you willing to sacrifice on the road to it? Now, that's also different than where I'm at now, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I were to take that mentality, like now it's like, oh my gosh, now these things are happening, but I need to sacrifice. I need to give my time and I can't live in this frequency because I have to keep going. I have to keep going. It's a, such a fine balance and there's different stages and, and executions in each level because if, it's not going to be, you just can't do that. Like it's, if I'm, if I always say, like say to people now that are just getting started, like just relax, you know, everything will be like, it will, the universe will present. But like the matter of fact is like, you have to get up, you have to do these things. You have to work your ass off. You have to make these connections. You have to do all if like the universe, you can manifest all you want. Right. But it's not going to do anything if you sit on your couch and just pretend like it's coming. So (laughs) it's just super, you know, it's, it's super important to know those things. And I think uh, Jordan Peterson, and I just realized recently Joe Rogan said it as well, but uh, Jordan Peterson has a great quote is like, you have to become a monster and then learn how to tame it. That is, and the learn how to tame it part at least for me in this find this last year has been that for me, like learning how to tame the monster. Cause I'm so used to doing everything and I got to put everything. This is how I do bop, 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 never sleep, you know, stay up, do all. And uh, it's hard to let go of a lot of that. And then the delegate, it's, 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 um, it's tricky, you know, because that's what got you there, but it doesn't mean that's what's going to bring you to the next level. So uh, it's super, super important. And yeah, man, it's just, it's the journey. It's the journey of life. But definitely if I could suggest to anybody, it's like finding, you know, putting it out there in the universe. Cause I do believe that's a real thing. Put it out there that the right person will present themselves that you can grow. You don't even have to be doing the same thing. I was fortunate to be able to like Chaz in, involved in what we're doing business-wise growing together. But uh, yeah, that's huge. Cause I didn't have that. So I know, I know the total difference of having it and not having it. You have come a long way, man. So that's amazing to see and hear your story. And the last question that I ask, and I could go on for a few hours, mate, these conversations, I just, I, you, yeah, I love just get them. lost in them. It's just, um, I ask every single person that comes on the campaign, out of everything you've been through, your experiences, the good, the not so good, all the rest of it, what does being imperfectly perfect mean to you? Ooh, that's good. I mean, I... I think the statement says it itself, right? Like, because you're perfect because you're imperfect. I mean, that's, that's, 
I mean, that's at least how I would think that it means. Like, there's there, for one, there is no perfect. I'm surprised I actually didn't even go into that. You know, that I the perfectionism gene or whatever that I want to tell myself because my dad also had it with music. Uh, there is the what is perfect is the fact that you are not like that's it's that simple. And and your uniqueness is in your imperfection of your design. Like it's just it's just that simple. Yet we overcomplicate it as human beings. It's just like, well, we can't be like this because the people but your weirdness, you know, it's the one thing I always for when I first started making music, I was like, how do I do this and how do I get it to sound like this? I could never do it. You know, I could never do it. It always came out sounding different. And I was like, oh gosh, you know? But it, if you actually realize Take this to life, you know, take it in music. You could look at it third party now and be like, well, yeah, that's obviously a good thing. You know, you sound different. You stand out from the crowd. But like as an individual, what I was going through, I was like, no, but it doesn't sound like what I want it to sound like. Bro, it's different. Like, it's unique. Like, that's what makes it great. Right. So it's the same thing in, in that sense. Love that. I ask that question to everybody and it's like everyone has so many different things, but the commonality is you're unique. And once you find that and you stop worrying about other people, like you said something earlier where you was talking about, there's always that one friend who's a dick. It's like when you put content out, automatically I go, you think of the first three people that you think, what are they going to say? Like, because it, I even talk to my mates in the gym and go, can you imagine these days when I see some people on TikTok, I'm going, there's so much confidence with these guys that take the shirts off and do TikTok dances together. Because I think of my mates and the masculinity from ours and going, hey, do you want to take your top off and we'll do a TikTok dance in the gym? And I'm like, there's no way that we would do it. But it's a different time and age. Confidence. <laughs> I, I think, I think, but the confidence, yeah. you just think, is amazing these days. It's... Uh, that platform yeah. is yeah man yeah the, yeah the the uh the generation yeah it's hard yeah, it's hard to tell i mean i i think moving forward uh and i say it's hard to tell because it's also like the kids that i thought when i grew up and this wasn't in like heavy social media how it is now i think more of those people those were was more ego like for me what i what i was like damn these people are so confident but then I get to know them and they're just like so egotistical, you know, so egotistical. And that was like the furthest thing for me. So I had to like cut the, cut the ties, but it was, it was a good base. And that's actually, uh, as I went to, I started going to the club, that's how I got into music, but that was the experience that I had with like people that are just like, ah, you know, and just doing things. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like you don't care what they're thinking over there, you know? And then I'm looking at what they're thinking over there and they're going, ah, (laughs) you know, like everyone's just like that. Um, but, but it was a great experience for me because it, it did give me, because that's not my perspective, uh, a, a, a good sense of confidence. And I was like, wow, like, like if I could just take this and twist it, right. My, like in my favor, like the way my genes work and how I think, uh, <laughs> wow, it breeds more, more confidence. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's an interesting, interesting time. Yeah. You see it all the time on TikTok. I don't know if I could do it either, to be honest. But I do. Well, I I, I just want to say, Abel, this has been absolutely incredible chat. Um, Two last things. What's coming up for you? And the most important thing is, like, you've got this huge platform now, your energy, what you exude, your confidence, all of the right things. Like, you're not driven by, by the sound of it, by fame, money because you know it'll just come and you can do good with it money in the hands of good people do good things i always say great things what what is your hope 
for your platform, for you to evolve and and, and go forward? Because you're only 31. I mean, you've got many years. Well, we've all got many years, but you know what I'm trying to say. What, what, what do you hope? Yeah, I mean, I hope to be able to continuously grow the platform as big as possible and reach as many people as possible. It's like pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward, you know, and to continuously keep putting music out there that also resonates with people, but also maybe those people just like the music, but then come in and then have an understanding of all the things that we're talking about now and then stay, right? Or because they learned something or were motivated by something that I posted and then shared it with someone else, but it's to continuously grow the platform, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of them uh, as big as possible uh, around, you know, this message and this purpose, but also because it's fun. Like you spoke on earlier, you were like, Oh, I listen, you know, I want to listen to a first cause I don't listen to music when I'm at the gym either. So I relate to you on that. I actually list a motivational like Eric Thomas and stuff like that just over and over. Um, but, but that was my big thing. I was like, how can I make this like, as uh affirming statement how can i make it like dope you know like how can i that was my like excuse i was like i'll do it but it's got to be like like i, I want to listen to it at the gym or something you know so it's kind of like it's like tricking yourself you know it's like oh sh-. like so it's not like not that the affirming statement stuff is corny but if you were to put that into a singing song maybe it would be i just saw and i already knew i wanted to do hip-hop you know so i was just like oh it might just mesh perfectly and and yeah, so to answer your question, because I'll go off all day long, uh, <laughs> that, that would be it to, grow, to continuously blow. We want million, we're project, we're project millions and millions and millions and millions. We can say it right here, we'll put it on there, we'll put it out there in the universe. But yeah, to, and hopes to help, you know, and to benefit other people's lives and, and the message and everything that we spoke on here. Just just do one for the gym now, mate, because when you're doing the bicep curls and that last one, you just kind of like, and then it's going like, um, you know the frequency music, and it's a nice tame frequency music, and you're like, I need some. Oh, you mean a video like that? <laughs> you need to do a video like that. Oh, dude, do one for gym to get. Oh, that would be incredible. I mean, man, that's that's like the like the next. Hopefully, this this year, I need to put that on like the bucket list or the, the to to do list. Oh, mate, that'd be massive. And where can people find you, Abel? Uh, anywhere. Uh, TikTok, I believe, is Ableheart or Ableheart Music. Everything is Ableheart, at Ableheart or at Ableheart Music, as well as uh, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Ableheart, A-B-L-E-H-E-A-R-T. Nice. So, guys, you heard it here first. He's going to take over the world with his message, which is incredible. Like the energy, seriously, man, is just off the chart. So I just want to thank you on behalf of myself, the campaign, everything that you're doing to make a difference. Guys, just remember... You can learn from each person that you meet. I got humbled today by learning that. So thank you, Abel. <laughs> and just remember, the main thing about Imperfectly Perfect campaign is to have the hard conversations. Go deep. Go past the superficial conversations because it's these conversations that actually save lives. To find out more about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and how you can get involved, simply head to our official website at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org or email us today at info at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org to speak to one of the team. The Imperfectly Perfect campaign is creating awareness and is not a substitute for professional advice. Should you need help, please refer to your nearest crisis number.